Hello, lovers. Welcome to the Nutrition Nuptials podcast, where we help couples go from a me to a we when it comes to their healthy living lifestyles. Quick announcement before we get into today's show. If you and your significant other are looking for a little help with getting on track with some meal plans and learning how to better prep yourselves for the weeks, I now have a free ebook that you can check out over on my website, nutritionnuptials.com. It has three days of recipes, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, very important meal as well, to keep you fit and fueled for your day's activities ahead. And along with that, there are also meal plans that you can subscribe to as well to give you your full month's worth of plans. So nothing like getting a little, one less thing you have to think about in your life and your day. Nutrition Nuptials Podcast with Taco and Mandy, where we're helping couples learn how to live their happily, healthfully ever after. Hello and welcome to Nutrition Nuptials Podcast, where we are helping couples learn how to live their happily, healthfully ever after when it comes to their healthy living lifestyles. I'm Mandy Enright, a registered dietitian nutritionist who hates diets, and I am joined this week and every week by the one, the only, my husband, Taco. What's up, people? Hey, Taco. How ready are you to talk about fitness today. I'm pretty ready, I would say. Yeah, it's a pretty big part of my life, our lives. So uh, I, I, I didn't do any homework. I feel like I've been preparing for this for a while. I think you've been preparing for this for years. Okay. Forever. Great. Yeah. So as I mentioned, we are talking about fitness today. So as a dietitian, I love talking about nutrition and eating, but I also am a huge fitness advocate, and I actually started more in the fitness world before I became a dietitian. So fitness has always been a pretty big part of, of my life and, and what I do. And I tell folks all the time when I'm giving talks and presentations that you can have the best diet in the world, but if you are not moving, you're not moving towards your goals. And fitness and nutrition really are the marriage that make a healthy lifestyle for folks. I've had a trainer or two that uh, have said you can't outwork a crappy diet. And that, that is definitely a true statement. I will say that as well. I tell folks all the time, I call them my weekend warriors, where they'll, they'll be, you know, really mindful and efficient throughout the week, Monday through, let's say Friday afternoon. They're, they're eating and they're going and then working out and then it all kind of goes to hell on the weekend. So that's kind of the, the fast track to a hamster wheel. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So we want to get to a point where, number one, we are very, um, have a good flow going and rhythm going, and also how we can adequately integrate fitness into our lives and not necessarily going to one one extreme versus the other, where it's like hardcore working out and then hardcore binging and drinking. Right. Exactly. So balance. Exactly. A little balance of, uh, you know, you're, you're working out enough and you're not, you know, you from a diet standpoint, which you've talked about multiple times here, you know, you can balance out some of the the more indulgent things with some of the uh, healthier options. Exactly. And we talked back in episode four in the college episode, we talked about how, you know, learning how to transition from doing organized sports and athletics growing up into kind of now having to learn how to DIY for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, I think, comes from finding the motivation to do so. And then also figuring out what is the type of exercise that you want to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I talked about it in that episode, how it was hard for me went going from like all the way up through, you know, age 18, I was heavily involved in sports. And then like, college that kind of went to this uh, went aside. And then like, I dabbled in things uh, post college, but nothing really stuck until I started doing kickboxing. Yeah, exactly. And I think for for most people, um, like I know at my college, we had your traditional gym where it was cardio equipment and and, uh, weights weights and machines of that nature. So I think for most people, we, we tend to kind of dabble into that world first. Right. And for some people, they might find that really boring. I found it incredibly boring. Yeah. I, I mean, the, like, I didn't, I never even got on a treadmill. I just looked at it and I was like, you talked about the hamster wheel. I, that was like, that, that was to me. I know there's people who love it and who use it all the time and they benefit from it. But for me, I was like, no, I don't see that this is not 
um, for me. I don't see the, the myself enjoying this. Yeah, I agree. And I think there's a lot of people out there that see that traditional gym setting as being the end all be all of right. fitness and working out. And if you can't find something you enjoy to do it, then we feel completely detracted from doing any sort of fitness. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yep. But we're going to talk today how, you know, there's different ways that you can find fitness. Fitness is any kind of movement. It doesn't necessarily have to be on a treadmill. It doesn't have to be in a gym setting. And there's a lot of ways that you can fit this in. And most importantly, how to fit it in together with your partner. So part of being in a relationship is we can sometimes go one of two ways when it comes to our our fitness. Relationships can kind of detract as well as motivate when it comes to fitness and working out. Yeah. uh, I mean, I think where it helps is when when you have somebody that you feel like you're accountable, right? So if you say, Hey, I'm getting up in the morning, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to the gym at, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock, whatever time it is. And there's somebody that you, you know, you mention it to, then they can hold you accountable and say, Hey, you know, like it's time to get up or whatever it is, encourage you. Uh, despite sometimes when you, uh, you, you, when I tell you I'm going to the gym in the morning and you go, really? (laughs) <laughs> because for 13 years, I've been hearing how you're not a morning workout person. So it's not to say that you're not capable of it. I'm like, sometimes I don't believe that it's going to happen. It's true. See, we're not perfect people either. Um, uh, you know, I, I definitely enjoy working out more in the evening than I do in the morning. Although um, I have been making, trying to make a change um, there where I've been going to the gym more often in the morning than I, well, basically versus never. Right. Um, and, and you've you, definitely been more, it's more of a, of a planning, right? You've been looking at your day and you're like, yeah. hey, like my day is going to be really crazy or I'm traveling. Yep. If I don't get to this, you know, 7 a.m. workout, it ain't going to happen today. Right, exactly. And you've encouraged me a lot more recently than uh, those first few times. I have. Now, when you get up and you get dressed, I say, go, baby, go. That's right. And in a relationship, though, sometimes we can detract each other from from going to work out, right? We think about we have other priorities that we might be doing together. Um, sometimes it's just that that comfort where it's like, well, you know, we're, we're cozy. We're on the couch. Right. Rather Netflix and chill than go to the gym on a rainy day or something like that. Right. It's like, well, we could go out and work out or we can crack open a bottle of wine. Yeah. Both of those are good. They, they are both really, really fun activities in in their own way. Um, and the other thing, too, that tends to happen, especially in a relationship and particularly a, a long-term relationship, whether it's a marriage or just in a committed relationship together, is that over time we kind of feel that there's less of a need to work out because we don't feel we have to be necessarily attracting each other anymore. Yeah. If you if that's your motivation for working out, then that's a sure, like if it, if it's more about, um, your looks, I guess, than your overall well being, then I think that is certainly one of the first reasons first it's bound to fall off the cliff. If you don't feel like, okay, uh, I need to continue looking good, I guess at some point. Right. And I mean, there, there are, to be honest, there are, have been some research studies out there that do show that attraction is part of the cause that can eventually lead to divorce, believe it or not, because if some people don't feel attracted to their partner anymore, then they feel less likely. And then there, there have been research studies that show that people who get divorced get more into fitness and working out because now it's I have to um, attract a new mate. I think uh, all of that makes sense. It's unfortunate that that's the that's a, a cause or a contributor. You know, keep up the game, people. You know, just because you just because you locked somebody up doesn't mean you you shouldn't be going back to or going to the gym or keeping up with your workout regimen or whatever it is because it's your overall well being as well. Exactly, and it's really you know one of the benefits of working out is is that. Yes, maybe initially working out was part of the the game of getting in, in shape and working out and then going attraction. out and attraction. Um, but now, especially once you're in this long-term committed relationship, it's more of a benefit to you versus to anybody else. And there's a million ways that exercise has been beneficial to us. So first and foremost, yes, weight management is definitely a key benefit of of um, working out, um, but there's also disease prevention. So when we work out, helps to um, control our blood pressure, helps with heart health, maintains our muscle density, our bone strength, um, and just overall promotion of um, healthy hormones flowing around as well. 
When you talk about bone density and, and bone strength, why is that so important? Well, because our bone health, especially for women particularly, but men as well. So osteoporosis is um, something that does start to develop long term. And uh, I actually did a lot of research on this back when I was in grad school. When you were a nerd? When I, I'm still a nerd. <laughs> That's never going to change. I'm still a nerd. Um, but I was definitely much more to, to bone health when I was in grad school. And I did a lot of research in that area. And, um, you know, one of the interesting thing about our bones is that we... Um, build up our bone density. And by about age 30, we actually aren't building bone density anymore. And after 30, it tends to start to decline over time. And what can start to happen is if we're not doing activity that helps to promote bone density or strong bone density, our bones start to break down faster versus if we are um, doing activities that help to maintain and preserve our our bone integrity, it's um, a slower progression over time reason that's important is because our bones are a framework. Mm -hmm. They hold us together. And when we have weak bones, um, that does start to lead to osteoporosis. That's where fractures start to happen and a lot of injuries and, you know, leading to incapability. So for example, my, my mom actually, Mm -hmm. um, who has dealt with osteoporosis, she had a a large, her, her femur fractured, Mm -hmm. um, for her. And she Um, didn't even fall. It was uh, just um, she was she was moving a desk in her classroom and the bone just snapped. Mm-hmm. So uh, apologies to any kid who was in my mother's <laughs> class that day. Yeah, because um, apparently that was I don't think it was traumatic. traumatic. I don't think it was overly traumatic, but it was definitely like, oh, Mrs. Unansky just broke her leg in front of yeah. me. So that, that's one of the stories that the kids will tell. Sure. Over over time. Um, so bone health, you know, we hear a lot about older people starting to break hips mm-hmm. and, you know, and, you know, if, as somebody who has ever had to take care of a significant other who is down and out, definitely, you know, when they have some sort of a major surgery, like a hip replacement, now you have to, you know, take care of your significant other. And um, you're going to need that bone, uh, bone density and bone health to carry the other person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and to take care of them. So we want to, you know, make sure that we're, we're keeping everything nice and healthy with that. And then the other thing that was, I was, uh, I forget where I was the other day and somebody was talking about this, but if you've ever had like the incredible shrinking grandmother, mm-hmm. which most of us have had, yeah. and my grandmother was like, are you getting taller? Or am I shrinking? And it was, it was both. a mix of both. Yeah. But, you know, obviously our spine is comprised of bone. And as our bone starts to break down, especially if we're not maintaining our, our spine health, um, we start to develop that little bit of a hunchback mm-hmm. over and we start to kind of round out. And that's where the shrinkage yeah. starts to happen. Those little old ladies seem to um, live forever, though. They, they, they're, they're, they're the ones who like live to 100. They, they do. And they're like, so it's like the, the great paradox. There is. Um, but that's where also you start to see like the humpbacks start yeah. to develop as well. So speaking of attraction to your significant other, will you still love me if I have a humpback when I'm older? Probably not. So you better get your butt to yoga and stuff. <laughs> wow. Taco laying it down right there. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess there's only one way to find out. It's gonna, that's very far away. Yeah, so get to get to do some exercise. And with bone health, it's um, strength training that helps to promote bone health. So if you're doing a lot of cardio work, that is actually not going to help to preserve bone health. So that's why we want to incorporate some some strength training, body weight exercises as well. Lift some weights. Yes. Even you ladies. You're not going to bulk up. Don't worry. Yes. Other health benefits of fitness include mood. So when we work out, we release endorphins that help to promote our mood. So if uh, you're around somebody and they tend to be cranky a lot, Mm -hmm. getting a little workout in definitely would be beneficial for that. Energy levels. When we don't work out, our energy levels actually tend to be kind of slumpy because we, um, if we're not moving very much, we're sending a signal to our body that we don't need the energy. So we start to conserve our energy a Mm -hmm. lot. And that's where, you know, then we tend to be a little bit more on the sluggish side. So when we do more movement, it promotes needing um, to to use more energy. That also helps to boost your metabolism up. So that way um, you're, you're burning a lot more calories, even when you're at rest and not moving around. Sleep. Cool. Also, big benefit of working out as well. So when we work out, it helps to actually improve our sleep quality. Um, I will say, though, that a lot of research has shown that when we work out later in the day, because it does boost your endorphins and you tend to get a little bit of a rush, uh, can actually inhibit being able to fall asleep. So that's why usually working out in the morning is more recommended um, to help to keep you um, 
uh, with better better sleep habits. And then uh, we'll talk about a couple of the other benefits as we as we mosey on through our podcast today. And then looking at on the flip side, what are some of the biggest excuses that people have for not working out? So what would you say, Taco, is probably most people's biggest excuse? I don't have time. The time. Biggest reason why people will cite that they don't work out or they can't work out. I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, um, I think some of the people who have the least amount of time are some of the people who I think um, are the ones who work out the most. So, like, I've, uh, I've uh, you know, the CEO of my company um, prioritizes uh, fitness and he's well known for, uh, you know, working out for a half hour to an hour a day, but he does it first thing in the morning and he's doing it before most people wake up, but he's prioritized it and, and, uh, made it, a made it, um, a top priority for him to, to maintain his own health. And it's not just him. It's, it's a lot of people, um, do that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we even talked about this when uh, we were talking about your your traveling is how you were making a priority. And the first thing I tell to folks all the time when they say to me, I don't have time to work out. And the, my, my response to that is always going to be, do you not have the time or are you not making the mm-hmm. time? Right. Yeah. The time isn't just going to be like there's no there's no time fairy who shows up and goes, ding, now you have an hour. Go work out like you have to make it the effort to do it. Right. And I tell the first thing I tell folks is put it in your calendar. Like everyone lives and breathes and dies by their calendar. You have meetings, you have other responsibilities, put it in your calendar, respect that time for yourself. Otherwise, yeah, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, energy levels, as I mentioned, as well is another thing. So when people feel kind of tired and sluggish, the last thing that they want to do is go working out. So as I said, if you work out, you're going to have more energy levels. Um, there's also, you know, we mentioned this as well with the you know, going to like your traditional gym setting is that people find that maybe they don't enjoy working out. But again, it's a matter of finding something that you like to do. And then there's also people that will say, well, I tried working out and it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't lose any weight. So number one, if you tried to work out for a week <laughs> and nothing, or you didn't get these big results that you were hoping for, I promise you weight loss is a long-term marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. And, you know, being in a gym itself is not working out. So like I've been to those traditional gyms that you're talking about with, you know, the cardio machines and the weights. And there are, there's people who are, who spend an hour in the gym, but you know, they're socializing, they're looking at their phone. They are, you know, they might jump on the elliptical machine for a few minutes. Yeah, like I would see people and like I would see ladies come to me and they would like jump on the treadmill for five minutes. Then they move over to a bike for five minutes. They would move over to whatever for five minutes. They do a couple bicep curls and then I don't know what else they did with the rest of their time. Yeah. And, and all of those things are fine. Like, uh, I mean, if I was going to be in one of those gyms, I think I'd be the person who would go from the bike to the elliptical and like I would do five minute intervals or something like that. But it, like, you know, it's also the intensity that you're going at. So, again, like being in the gym doesn't make you fit. And also, um, if you're I mean, for some people, maybe they, when you especially when you're getting started out, you probably shouldn't be going very intense at all. Um, but if you're, uh, if you're, you're not, um, improving, if you're not, um, trying to, uh, get more reps or, you know, if you're just basically maintaining. Yeah. And and that's that's the other thing I tell folks too. I'm like, you know, I have folks that do the same thing every single time they go to the gym and I'm like, yeah, that's also not going to help to, to benefit you. So, um, you know, finding some, some helpers along the way and, and we'll talk about how you can, um, get some, get some extra, extra help in, in that area. Um, and also some people will make the excuse of the cost, mm-hmm. cost of belonging to a gym, cost of going to a gym. And I tell folks this as well. And, you know, we, we think about the idea of having, you know, skin in the game of something mm-hmm. where if you're making the investment, then you're more likely to go. So the gyms that have the model of the nine ninety nine a month price model, yeah. they are purposely priced with the intention, knowing that 90% of the people mm-hmm. who are paying for a membership aren't coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I think with that, right? So the cost is a is a barrier. Uh, you know, there's definitely the lower cost option. So you can be one of those people who goes and, and says, "All right, fine, ten dollars, twenty dollars a month. That's no big deal." But I can at least get a workout in. So that's one way of doing it. But to your point, if you're if, like, if it's only ten or twenty bucks a month, you might not feel like you're vested. 
right in 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 actually going so you are going to kind of uh let that slide and and i don't feel like going to the gym tonight or i don't have time to stay or whatever whereas if you're paying a little bit more and it doesn't have to be like 150 dollars or something like that but like if it if there's some amount of as you say skin in the game then you're probably more likely to go okay well this is the investment i'm making in myself i need to make this investment worthwhile and i need to see, need to see the payback one way or the other i need to feel better uh, look better, whatever it is, whatever your goals are, then um, probably more likely to succeed that way. Yeah, absolutely. And as my best friend always says, the more I go, the less it costs me each time I go. Right. That's true. Yeah. If you if you don't go at all and you're paying $60 a month, you just basically lost $60. But if you went 10 times, that was only six times per class, per, per session or whatever. Right. Um, what, one, I don't know if you have this on your list, but I think a lot of people get intimidated too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's incredibly intimidating. And, you know, I have a lot of, especially women that I'll work with and they feel very intimidated going to the gym because number one, you walk into a gym and if you've never worked out and you see all those machines and you have no idea what the hell to do with them, that's super intimidating. Um, even just looking around and seeing other people. So if you see this like super fit person who's working out or working out next to you, you might feel, you know, intimidated or just um, not up to snuff and, mm-hmm. and this maybe isn't isn't for you isn't right for I think you. that goes uh, that's true in class environments too so whether you're taking yoga mm-hmm. or you're kind of doing CrossFit or any of those things I think getting started can be intimidating for somebody who's never done it before. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I remember the first day I went to my yoga studio and, you know, I got to the point in the class and I'm like, okay, everyone do a headstand. And I just looked around and I was like, uh, I can't do that. <laughs> and I think to your point, it could be very easy to, for someone to be like, yeah, that I tried yoga once and it was scary right. and intimidating. Yeah. I'm not going back uh, versus, you know, for me, I was like, damn, I want to learn how to do that. So right. that, that for yeah. me was the motivation. Um, but also, and I'm, I'm talking about yoga particularly, you know, there's other styles of mm-hmm. yoga out there where it is more, you know, lower intensity or, or more relaxing versus something that's a, a much higher intensity. Same right. thing with something like a CrossFit, yep. which can definitely be super intimidating as well, especially yeah. like in that, that CrossFit uber competitive environment mm-hmm. where people are just like, lift heavy, go strong, yeah, go hard. Yeah, right. And like yep. if you're someone, again, who's, who is not used to working out, you can feel intimidated by that pretty intimidated yeah so i'm going to actually include a couple links in the show notes to some articles that do cite some other reasons why um people don't tend to um work out or their excuses i should say Mm -hmm. for not working out and um you know excuses are just they're always going to be there for you they're all games you play with your mind whatever whatever excuse you want to make it's always going to be there for you you like i think you just have to one um prioritize it and two keep at it i think is the other key point here is that um, you can't just do it once or twice and go, oh, this didn't work or I didn't like. I mean, OK, fine. If you don't like something, that's OK. Move on to something else. Right. But that's not your excuse. If you didn't like yoga, that's not your excuse for not working out. For not doing anything. Anything. Right. Um, and keep at it. Um, if it is something that is resonating a little bit more with you, then, you know, go start off with two or three times a week yeah. and then move up from there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, Taco, how did you kind of get started into <laughs> you know, be more fit. And I would say probably in the time that we started dating, I mean, yeah. you've definitely gotten much, much more into physical fitness. So, yeah. you know, for you, how did it get started? So I mentioned like after post-college, I, I identified the need that I, I need to get, I need to move. I need to do something. Right. So I, I did start off in like, um, you know, the, the regular gyms and I was just going there to, to, to be balanced in my life really more than anything else. I wasn't do, you know, trying to set world records or anything in terms of lifting or, uh, running or anything like that. Um, but it, again, it was, it was in those gym environments that didn't really resonate with me. I was, I always felt like I was always doing it. Um, just, just, just for, just to work out. Right. As opposed to, wow, I really enjoy this. This is like, this reminds me of like when I was a kid and I was competing and playing sports and doing all this stuff. None of that ever felt like working out. That felt like playing. It was fun. It was fun for me. Um, So did all that for a while. The one gym probably where I had the most success was uh, uh, there was a gym that had a basketball court. So I loved playing basketball. But then I like messed up my ankle playing basketball. And so like that kind of uh, fell fell off. And then. Um, okay, so you set up the question, but you know you know the answer. You were very much into kickboxing when we were dating. When I, not when we were first dating, but like you know, a few years. I got into, into it, it. And, but you know, and similar to that, 
I was the same way. I, I, you know, I went to traditional gyms. I remember mm-hmm. when I started working in New York City, um, one of the agencies I worked at, we had a, we, they gave us a fantastic discount to a beautiful, beautiful gym um, that was down in, in the West Village. Unfortunately, it has been taken over by a larger chain gym at this point. Um, but beautiful gym. And I actually started working out with a personal trainer because I was like, you know, I, I think with fitness and it's like any goal we have, like you, you have a goal that you're setting and it's, yes, weight loss is maybe the ultimate goal, but I think it's also learning how to do things differently or, mm-hmm. or, you know, how do you get to that goal? Um, so I did actually start working out with a personal trainer and she had set me up on a, a great program and I was following that for a while. And then when I, you know, was tired of paying money for a personal trainer and doing things on my own, I got really bored. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was living up in Hoboken, I kept seeing these signs for this, for this gym, this kickboxing gym. And mm-hmm. I had taken a couple of boxing classes at, at the gym I was, I was going to in the city. And I, I thought it was super fun. I was like, this is mm-hmm. awesome. I love this. So I was like, let me try this kickboxing gym. And, um, life definitely changed from there. Of, of taking right. So you, you, kickboxing. you, you got into it. It was, uh, you had, we're pretty much into it um, on a regular basis. And then, uh, honestly, I don't think I've ever mentioned this to you because uh, I wouldn't give you the satisfaction. But I think for the benefit of this podcast, I'll say it. There were times where when um, we would be hanging out and, you know, w- w- wake up in the morning and you're going off to go kickboxing. And I'm like, I guess I'll play video games or something. And then I just felt like, wow, what a piece you're of crap. What a, on the couch. what a piece of crap I am right now. Like my, my girlfriend's out there, you know, getting in shape and I'm like playing video games. What the heck's going on here? And like video games are fine. I've played my share of video games, but like, again, balance, like uh, I could have done that any, at any point. Um, I could have went, I could have gone to the gym with you and gone and work out instead mm-hmm. of being on my own. So I think, I, I think that eventually caught up to me and I was like, all right, let me give this thing a shot. And I like begged you for, I'm like, I'm like, babe, it's so fun. You have to come like it, you get and you know i think for me when i when i started going to the kickboxing gym it was just like you said it was fun like yeah. i i always said like even though i'm in this class with like 50 60 people i felt like i was still getting like a personal training session where you know yeah. the instructor is giving me a great workout i'm getting some attention you know i'm, right. I'm learning how to i'm learning how to do a new skill believe it or not mm-hmm. you know I, I felt especially as a female working in manhattan being able to feel confident being able to punch somebody was something that felt really awesome as well. And I would, I would beg Taco, I'd be like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And he's like, no, like in your head, you thought it was like curves or something. <laughs> I did make fun of it for a long time. Well, in all of their um, advertising and promotions, it's always a picture of a woman. It's targeted towards it's, females, it's exactly. Yeah, yeah, and when you go to a class, it's definitely like seven or eight to one female to male, which, guys, you know, that's not a bad ratio. I mean, you know, I had a girlfriend, but like for some, for those of you who don't, you might want to check out one of these classes. But yeah, I uh, I... So I did have a certain perception of what it was like. And then I think for any guy, and specifically for me, um, there's a natural tendency to not want to do what your girlfriend is doing or like what your girlfriend likes or something like that. So I think some of that played into it for me as well. But then I went to a class. And um, I thought it was awesome. Like, I, 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 lo- I loved everything about it. And I think I surprised you, too, because we didn't go together. I went by, by myself. But I took the one class, and I was like, one, I realized how grossly out of shape I actually was from a cardiovascular standpoint. <laughs> I was like, my gosh. And, uh, and I was like, yes, this is like hitting exactly what I need, I need from a workout. I joined. I signed, like, uh, I signed up for a year on the spot. Right. After one class. And like, I think we, <clears throat> you and I talked later that night and I was like, oh yeah, so I signed up for a year. You were like, you did? Well, first of all, not even that, you just like casually dropped in the conversation. And I was like, <laughs> oh, hey babe, what's up? What are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I just got home eating dinner. I went to a kickboxing class. I'm going to, you know, do some work and go to bed. I'm like, I'm sorry. Can you, can you backtrack? <laughs> did you just say you went to a kickboxing class? And I think at that point I may have even actually started Teaching? You might have been a trainer by then, yeah. I may have started teaching, not at not at that particular yeah. location, right? Um, but another gym, and I was like, I'm I'm sorry, you 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 did what? <laughs> right. I've been asking you for years. Yeah. Now you go when I move away from that particular location. Yeah. So I, but it was all. I also felt like um, because you weren't training there and you weren't necessarily working out there, that it was still my own somehow. Even though you were the one who had begged me for for so long to go. Um, so I felt it, it, I had a certain amount of ownership over it. It wasn't like, oh, this is what. So if you're a guy like me, stop being so uh, uh, hard headed, stubborn, stubborn, 
and, you know, check out a fitness class with your girlfriend, your wife, whatever it is, because you don't, you never know what you're missing out on. So do what I say, not as I do. Right. But I, I did eventually go. Um, so that, that definitely was my gateway, right. Of, of fitness, I think was the kickboxing, um, piece. And then once you and I, uh, moved in together and we moved down to where we are now at the Jersey shore, um, the closest at that time, the closest gym was like 30 minutes away. So like n- that was a huge commitment. Then you had an hour long class, an hour drive, right. or a half hour drive each way. And I was still teaching at that location You're, at the time. That, and, and that's regardless. But like, yeah. yeah you, but even for me, I like I but I got to that point where I was, OK, I, I can go take classes for free yeah. here. But to it your was, point, it's almost two hours now two hour of my day yeah. to go drive up, take a class and then drive home. So I was I wasn't motivated to go right. and take classes either other than the ones I had to go teach. Yeah. So then I, um, I I said, OK, well, I said to myself that I needed to find something closer to home, particularly for the weekends, too, um, because like I did figure out that like I could go to a gym that was uh, close to work. Um, so that worked out like I, and uh, I think we've talked about before on a previous episode how I used my gym time to basically wait out my commute. Right. Um, so so and that's planning as well. Right. But then, um, yeah, on the weekends, I kind of had that hole of and especially when, you know, weekends at the Jersey Shore on in the summertime, there was no way I was driving driving in traffic on the no. way home no. um, to go to the gym. So I, I identified, OK, I need to do something close to home and. Um, I'd been reading up on a few gyms and I, I, you know, there was this CrossFit thing and I think CrossFit was like probably just starting to take off. Um, cause I don't even think you really knew what it was. Uh, I, I think I only knew about it from what I was reading and there was a gym yeah. down the street from us. Um, and so I was like, huh, this looks pretty fun. Um, let me, you know, there's some different things that I haven't done before. Let me try, let me try this CrossFit thing out. And it was very similar. Like I went to one class and I was like, all right, this is, I can do this. Uh, this is going to be where I, I want to go next. Um, and then, you know, I, I stopped, you know, okay. Then I became a trainer in kickboxing as well. So I was doing CrossFit and I was training other people in kickboxing classes. I was taking the classes myself. You know, there was the gym that opened up closer to us. Mm-hmm. They were both working at, um, all of that was going well and good. Um, yeah, it was a lot of time, but for me it was, it, it was, it was fun. You know, it was, it, I had fun training other people to yeah. do it as well. So I was, I was having fun with my workouts. I was having fun teaching other people how to have fun with their workouts. And I was doing my own thing on the, on the side as well. Uh, so I, I was definitely in a, in a, a high workout mode. And then, you know, we stopped working at the gym. You know, I, I really haven't done any kickboxing since I quote retired or hung the gloves, <laughs> hung the gloves since, up. Since I hung the gloves up, as people say. Um, and now I, I belong to a gym uh, nearby that is it's high intensity interval workouts. A lot of times, uh, you know, there's there's strength training. There's a good balance. So like, you know, common theme in the podcast is all about balance right. with the workouts. It's very balanced where it's not just you're not just heavy lifting weights. You're not just doing cardio. You know, you're you know, there's very thoughtful planned workouts for a four week time period. And within the week, you know, you know, you go cardio day, strength day, cardio day, you know, challenge something fun, you know, whatever. So, you know, for me, it's like perfect because I never get I I rarely ever am in a workout going, man, we're doing this again or uh, I'm really not looking forward to this. Right. And it's it's kind of nice too. like uh, I was mentioning at the top of the show about like meal plans and having somebody else think about it for you. Same thing like going to your gym where it's like somebody else thought about the workout for me. I don't have to actually think about what I have to do. I don't have to like motivate myself or um, go online and look up workouts or magazines. Like I can just go. Someone's going to tell me what to do and they're going to change it up every day. Yeah. And um, and what I particularly like about this particular gym is, again, like these guys are the physical therapy or uh, what do you study when you become like athletic a trainer? athletic trainer? Yeah. Something like that. That's their backgrounds. Like they, they, they studied this. So they're not just some random person who had a, a random certification that's teaching. So they're, uh, they're actually legit. Yeah. Uh, fitness right. professional. Yeah, exactly. And they, tra- they've actually trained um, like a, um, one of the um, women from the U S women's national soccer team, who's from the Jersey shore area here, she works out on a regular basis in the gym as well. So once in a while I run into her there, but like they, they, they have, you know, they're, they, they have credentials. Yeah, absolutely. So finding, finding uh, something that's legit and motivating is, yeah. is definitely important. As long as, as well. you're having fun and enjoying yourself, that's all that really matters. Same thing and changing it up. So like, you know, for me, I got into, I got into yoga actually from a therapeutic standpoint because I had 
was coming back from an ACL injury and I started doing yoga and, and that to me, even though I always joke and they say I started doing yoga because we were getting married, mm-hmm. I I was like, oh, I'll stop after we get married. And uh, that was, what, six some odd years? <laughs> six, over six, six or years seven, almost Over six, maybe seven years now of, of doing yoga and getting certified in that. But then also finding other ways to make that fun. So like in the summertime, we do stand up. I teach stand up paddleboard yoga and we get out where we do fitness on the paddleboard. So there's a lot of ways that you can always change things up and challenge yourself to, to keep keep things interesting. Yeah, exactly. So have fun with it. Exactly. Um, and then you, you had mentioned as well about like, you know, just trying to get together and do things with, with your significant other, um, finding some some fitness. And there's a lot of benefits of actually working out to, together as as a couple. And I, I had written a piece a couple of years ago, and I'll put a link to it in my show notes about uh, just uh, some benefits, surprising benefits of working out as a couple. So first and foremost, it's quality time. Mm-hmm. It's time that you can you can spend together. Um, there's that motivation in it as well. And I think sometimes too, um, we like to make things a little competitive, like, <laughs> <Who> us? like <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that motivation. Like sometimes you'd be like, Oh, I'm going to my, my gym. Do you want to come with me? Yeah. And every now and then I'm like, you know what? Yes. I, I, I want to change things up. I want to come with you and going. And um, I, I definitely, I, I can't keep up with you. I will be honest <laughs> when, I, when I come with you. But it's a little bit of that competitive factor of like, okay, like, oh, you're doing how many burpees? Okay, let me see if I can do like X number of burpees mm-hmm. or right. or trying to keep up with that. Or like watching you like do like a, a big boy push up and I'm like, or a pull up, pull up, a big pull boy pull up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I need like resistance bands and all kinds of <laughs> props to help me get up. So I'm like, that's, that's pretty cool. But I think the, but I think the point is that you do it right. And, and you're, you're putting in the effort. And so I, you know, I didn't start off doing pull-ups, right. I started off like with a resistance band doing a, a few, like five, six reps on the resistance band until I had somebody go, what are, what are you doing? Why are you using this? And I'm like, well, because this is how I do it. And they're like, just do it. And I did it. And I was like, oh, I can do this. Right. Yeah. So like, um, but you, you're, you're putting in the effort to do it, even though like there's a competitive side of you that wants to try to keep up with somebody else, me, and you knows that you can't, but you're not letting that be a reason for you to not do it and not try it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then from a relationship standpoint, they find that couples who work out together, um, it does actually help to increase their um, their happiness in yeah. their relationship. Um, as I mentioned, it helps to stimulate uh, release of endorphins. And as you're working out together, what they find is that you kind of start to fall in sync with each other. So like your breathing actually can start to fall in sync hmm. um, with it. And you start to um, kind of become more um, in tune on like a, a nonverbal Hmm. level, which is pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Well, so to, to the point of couples working out together. So like in, in my gym, I definitely see that a lot. Like in some of the people, we actually just went to a wedding. Yeah, we, were at, we were at a wedding last night and I was, and I was thinking about it this morning. I was, I was like planning out what we want to talk about. And I was like, damn, there's a lot of couples that go to your gym. Yeah. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. And we're, we have another, and, and I will say too, I mean, these were not like young 20, 30 something no, couples. No, no. These were like, I mean, a lot of people were getting like the retirement, like her retirement age yeah, and they're yeah. doing these hardcore workouts together. Right. Yeah. 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 The, the husbands and wives together and for sure. Yeah. There's definitely older people in the gym as well. Um, but the other thing I'll say is, um, when I was, when I was, um, a trainer at the kickboxing gym, I saw a lot of couples come into oh, we the had gym. Oh, a ton. Right. Yeah. And some of my favorite, uh, not students, but, uh, favorite, um, you know, people who came to the gym were the couples who came together and <laughs> some of them would like work out across from each other or next to each other. And, the, but my favorite ones were the ones who went to opposite ends of the gym. Like they were just like, we are, we are in the same building. We are quote working out together, but I'm going to do my thing. You do your thing. But like, I think there's still a benefit there. Absolutely. Right? I mean, like, just showing up together. Right. And I always said that, um, I, I started off a lot of classes with, you already got the hardest part of the workout it, it done. You yeah. got here, you're here at the gym. So like, but like even just going to the gym together, like if you're in the car for 10, 15 minutes to drive to the gym or whatever it is. And you're like talking about it and like you, I think you keep each other, a lot of the couples, I think keep each other motivated to go. Absolutely. Um, and, and like, again, it's the accountability thing. Like you feel like I'm accountable. And then, you know, if now I'm not going to be the one who's going to be sitting on the couch, uh, when you're, not you're the playing video games, when, when, when you're out, you know, 
getting your workout on. Uh, I'll play my video games later or whatever, some other time. But like, uh, uh, you know, so I, I think that works a lot for couples when they decide, yes, we're working out together. You know, it, working out together can look a, like a lot of different things. It doesn't have to be, you know, we're doing the same thing together at the same time mm-hmm. or I'm actually doing something with you. It can just be we're going to the same building at the same time when we're going to leave together at the same time, too. Right. And you also mentioned, too, uh, earlier about the intimidation factor. And I think, mm-hmm. like you said, like sometimes if you're working out next to your partner and like you start to like look over them or watch what they're doing or like you don't want to feel stupid in front of somebody. Sure. So you go to like the opposite ends. I think like even you had mentioned about like not coming to take like my classes or the, the classes I was teaching because <laughs> yeah. like you didn't want me to like, I don't know, like comment or call you Just, out or anything. I got over that pretty quickly because I, I did take your classes um, when, when I was starting out and when you were um, first a, a trainer. So I did get over that mental, bar- but I know there, that barrier is there for other people. Yeah. So I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> and the, But it was also fun too when there were the couples that were working out next to each other and like they were just like competing the yeah. hell out of each other. Yeah, it was you, so funny. You definitely saw that a lot. And uh, it, I enjoyed watching that. <laughs> it was fun. Um, so stress relief, also another yep. way that working out together can, can definitely help with uh, your relationship. Um, actually, uh, when we work out, it helps to decrease our fitness age. So you can actually grow younger together. Wow. Is when, that what we were doing? We're, 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 still, we're still growing younger together. Okay. Um, Exercise is actually a form of foreplay uh-huh. mm-hmm, because you are releasing um, certain hormones that help to stimulate arousal, as they mm-hmm. say. So mm-hmm. you can use that. And actually, so what you're saying is we should break out the gloves and the pads again. And start beating the shit out of each other yeah. for some stress relief. So yes. What, 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 a lot of, what a lot of the listeners probably don't know is that one Christmas you did buy me um, like the, the target pads mm-hmm. and uh, I think maybe a jump rope that same year. You asked for the jumper. Uh, oh, and a, and a, um, a heart rate monitor. So you asked was, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but the one I didn't ask for was the the target, the target pads. pads. That was more like more a gift for me because I was like, I, I'm, I, I always hold the pads. I'm always holding the pads for someone else to hit, and I'm like, I want someone to hold pads for me. Yeah. So I can hit them. So yes, we do because I haven't I haven't hit I haven't thrown a punch in a while, and okay. I'm, I'm probably overdue. All right, let's get. We're gonna get our foreplay on people. <laughs> Which actually, so we'll transition over into how exercise actually um, does help to improve your your sex life as well. Makes you better in bed. Not only do you look good, (laughs) you're better in bed. Yes. So sex life. So with fitness, you know, like I tell folks all the time, we need to get a mix of cardio, strength and flexibility. And when we incorporate all of those into our workout, it does provide a lot of benefits for your sex life as well. Um, Trying to find an article. So number one, cardio like I mentioned, has helped to relief, um, release hormones and, and endorphins. Mm-hmm. Um, so those cause your heart rate to increase, helps blood flow. And um, for men particularly, it does help to increase their blood flow down blood to their flow. lower areas mm-hmm. um, and can help to prevent erectile dysfunction. It's like proactive Viagra. It, it is, exactly. Um, strength training. So when we do any kind of strength training, it helps to release um, growth hormone, which is uh, helps to produce testosterone. Yes, ladies, we even make t- testosterone, too. It's not just a dude hormone. And um, when you're doing that and helping to release t- um, testosterone, that actually helps to um, increase sexual arousal as well. And then flexibility, which just opens the doors to do some funky stuff in bed. Funky stuff. Funky yeah. stuff, yes. All right. So lots. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to working out individually and together, uh, bringing it bringing it back to the bedroom. Yeah, it does. I mean, like you know, they say like exercise just helps. Like you always say, I feel good, right? So mm-hmm. you know, I have like that little bit like that sexy factor. It's kind of like okay, I've been working out. Like you know, I I feel good overall. Yeah. And um, let's say you know you've been working out for a while and you and you feel good and you look good. You're like, I want someone to see me naked. <laughs> That's right. Somebody needs to see this. Right. I'm working. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. So even though, like I said, you're not necessarily doing it for the sake of your significant other. It's a nice, uh, uh, it's a nice side effect. It's like, it's like one of those side effects that, you know, you, you get all the side effects from the drugs, you know, and they list all the things. And you're like, none of those things sound good. This is an example of where the side effects are like all things that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely a, a great benefit for that. And um you know, the other cool thing about working out, and you, you brought this up already with the, with the kickboxing that I want to circle back around to is um, 
the um, social aspect of, of working out mm-hmm. together. And it's not just for the two of you at Benefits, right. but, um, you know, social overall. So one of the things I, I hear from a lot of just my, my friends in general we talk about is um, as you're an adult, it's really hard to make friends mm-hmm. because you go to work. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you're with your significant other if you have kids and you're running yeah. around doing kid activities. Right. Um, you know, finding that grown-up time and finding other friends, whether whether they're couple friends or just individuals to hang out with, can start to feel challenging as, as we grow up. And I remember when we first moved down to the shore, it was kind of like, we don't have any friends here. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, we have no friends. All of our friends were up in, in the they northern all, they part They all of the lived state. elsewhere, right? Yeah. That Whether they were in this state or, yeah. or other states nearby, but, like, it was... A, you know, you couldn't just call that person up and be like, hey, do you want to go grab a beer? Come yeah, over for dinner. Right, right. Um, and I was thinking back, I'm like, all of our friends we have made over the years are all result of, of fitness in some respect. Yeah. Whether it's the kickboxing gym we taught yep. at, mm-hmm. whether it's the yoga studio I've gone right. to, your current gym. Like yep. I'm saying, like, you know, the next couple weddings we have coming up are all people you met from the gym. Yeah. I just talked to my mom yesterday. She's like, oh, you know, oh, you're going to a wedding. How do you know these people? I'm like, Joe goes to the, the gym with them. Oh, what happened? Uh, Joe goes to the gym with them. <laughs> oh, how do you know these people? They used to come take my kickboxing class. I'm like, yeah. wow, like these are all people through fitness one way or another that we've, that we've made friends with and, yeah. and, and good friends, even people right. that we don't necessarily work out with anymore. Right. Yep still have have managed to create some great friendships as a result. Yeah, I mean, I I think when we were part of the kickboxing gym, it really felt like we were part of a family. Yeah. Right? Um, And there was, let's say, a core group of whatever it was, six, seven, eight people um, that, you know, we we would hang out. Um, you know, voluntarily after hours when we weren't in the gym. Yeah. Um, and, and that was, that was fun. Um, so, you know, it was almost like, uh, we even had like Friendsgiving with people. We had a Friendsgiving, we had a couple of Friendsgivings, yeah. A couple Friendsgivings and things like that. So it was definitely like a second family to us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was, that was always really cool as well. I thought what was really funny too was, uh, at least one of the guys, he was hesitant to invite us to a party because he's like, oh, these two are like really healthy. Like there's no way they're going to come over and like drink beer or anything. And yeah. like we show up and like just two six packs of over. like craft beers. Oh, like, just overtook oh. the party. And they're like, oh, you guys are actually fun. <laughs> Not that we weren't fun, you know, right. at the gym. But I think like, you know, people have that perception. Same sure. thing, you know, as a dietitian, you know, people have that perception of me as well. It's like, oh, this girl's a, a nerd and she's like going to be the, the one that brings all the vegetables. And right. She's going to make us eat all our vegetables. Right. Um, and same We're thing. fun people, people. <laughs> same thing with, with Invite like, us to your parties. Trainer. We bring good things to parties. You know, we, we like to we like some good beer every once in a while. Don't don't shut out your trainers. Don't judge. Trainers are people too. And your dietitians. And your dietitians and are your dietitians are husbands. people too. Yes. Your di- dietitians' husbands are just fun. <laughs> Overall. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about how um, Working out together has a lot of benefits, but also doing your own thing mm-hmm. has some benefits as well. Um, you yeah. know, as a couple, we have a tendency sometimes as a couple, like you can kind of morph together and like every, do everything together. Right. And I think um, being able to find some of your own interests is really important as well to yeah. maintain a little bit of your individual identity. Yeah. And for me, sometimes that hour that I'm going to the gym or whatever it is, um, is like, okay, this is the me time. This is where I don't have to worry about people from work. I don't have to worry about home stuff or what, not that like, you know, our lives are so like complicated or whatever, but like, I don't have to worry about paying bills or, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that I stress about, I don't have to stress about it. There's literally an hour that I'm taking out of my day to like not worry about anything. All I'm focused on is the task at hand that I'm, whatever it is in the workout. That's what I'm, that's the only thing that matters in that moment. I agree. Same thing. I go to yoga class. That is the only hour of the day I'm not on a cell phone. Yeah. Or emails. I can vouch for that. Or phone calls. Like that is, that is my time. And I always say, I'm like, that is my forced time away Mm -hmm. to just chill out. Right. Yep, exactly. So definitely that's important as well. And um, like you said, like taking that individual time out to to find things. And I think same thing too, like we mentioned, okay, we saw couples and they came together and they did their kickboxing, Mm -hmm. but you know what? Not everyone's going to like kickboxing or not. Both people are going to like kickboxing. Exactly. And I don't want you to feel like just because the other person doesn't like kickboxing that neither of you should do kickboxing. Yeah. I think, um, you know, finding something that works either for both of you or separately. Mm Mm-hmm. Is important. And I think, you know, then to me, it's like fun. Like, I, I don't necessarily go to your gym. You know, I, I don't have a regular membership. But mm-hmm. for me to show up every now and then is, is kind of fun. Yeah. 
and it, it changes things up. Someday, I don't know when, but someday maybe Taco's going to come take a yoga class. <laughs> Not one that I teach. Just come take a class with me. That, that'll be my entry, my you know, my gateway yoga class. Gateway yoga. Mm-hmm. And then like three years from now, you're going to be like a teacher. Yeah. Certified, <laughs> certified instructor. A registered yoga teacher. Yeah. RYT. Taco. RYT. Yes. That's, that's what, so people ask me all the time, like, what's RIT? Yoga teacher. Um, so maybe maybe one day we'll get you we'll get you into a class. We'll definitely talk about it in a podcast. I'm sure that won't escape uh, the listeners. No, that's that's going to be like a, a, a special, special episode to check yeah. out. Um, well, if you are a couple that is looking to get started with a little bit of fitness, um, first thing I would suggest is just start small and simple. Go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Go for a post-dinner walk and just go and chat about your day and and touch base, or maybe um, you go for a hike. I always like to say as a fun activity, especially when it gets to those days where like it's nice and you're like, we don't want to be sitting on the couch, Netflixing and chilling and drinking wine. You want to get out and about, Mm -hmm. you know, those beautiful days fall is here now. And um, so some people even like to take hikes on their vacations. Imagine that. Yes. So incorporating that into, into vacations as well. Um, Going out for a bike ride. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, there's a lot of just little ways that you can, change things up just to get a little bit of movement going. As I mentioned, maybe you start and go somewhere together to start. So maybe you, you go to a local, um, whether it's a gym or, or a special um, type of a, of a studio, whether it's a, a kickboxing or uh, yoga or um, more like a, a strength training, CrossFit-y type thing. And you go together. Um, and I always like to say, too, um, just because you went to one class doesn't mean that you're an expert or <laughs> can fairly say that you like it or you don't. I mean, you might know up front that you're like, you don't, you hated it and you don't like it. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, you may go and be like, Oh, this is kind of cool. But like, I didn't like the way that this instructor did yeah. something. So go take a different teacher before yeah. you make your final, final decision on that. Um, and even as I mentioned earlier too, with like yoga, there's a million different styles of yoga. So if you went to one and you didn't like it, let's say you didn't like hot yoga, Go to a non-hot studio. Try a different type of a class um, before you get into it. Um, most gyms and studios do offer some form of an intro package. So whether it's you can get your first week discount or first month discounted, uh, take advantage of it as well. I actually, um, I don't, oh yeah, we did talk about cost earlier. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, without fully fully jumping in and committing. There's also Groupons, um, ClassPass, if that happens to exist in your area where you can, um, for very low commitment, just try out a couple of different options. Um, and then maybe as a couple, maybe you do take like some kind of a personal training session together, mm-hmm. even just to, just to learn what's out there. Um, also, most important, uh, we've talked about this throughout today's podcast is the, the planning aspect and mm-hmm. making a schedule for working out and communicating it. Yeah. Um, I think one of the first things I ask you every morning is like, um, are you going to the gym today or what class time are you mm-hmm. going to? So that right. way it helps me to plan out, you know, meal times right. and when we're going to eat dinner. Yeah. I got, an, I got another one for getting started too. Apps are your friends. Oh, so, totally. So like there's a lot of workout apps out there. And, um, when you, uh, when we talked about my traveling and, and working out, I forgot to mention that one of the, the tools that I use is actually called, it's called the seven minute workout. I actually included the link to it, oh. I think on last week's show, Okay, but I'm, I'll include the link to it uh, in this week's show notes yeah. as well. But it, it gets to my point that I brought up, um, in that last episode about, um, not every workout has to be like an hour. No. And, and like you said, like sometimes it just becomes inefficient. Yeah. Right. Whereas a, a, a you know, seven, 15 minute, like hit workout yeah. can kick your ass. Right. And, and, and again, um, the, the app, the reason why, well, okay. So one in full disclosure, my company designed the app. So, um, okay. That got that out of the way, but beyond that, I wouldn't use it if like, I actually use it. Um, and what's great about it, it like it, it's built for, people who travel a lot and for working out in the hotel environment. And so a lot of like, what's great about it is the exercises you can, you can pretty much do anywhere. And, and the, the, the hero workout or whatever is Mm -hmm. the seven minute workout. So it literally is only seven minutes. And so like, it also gets to like the time thing. I don't have time. Well, okay. You don't have seven minutes. You don't have seven minutes in your day. Yeah. So like you can get in a seven minute kind of quick thing. Um, it's a great app and it's just one of the apps that I use. I use like, you know, T- 
timers and things like that as well um, for other things. But um, check it out because like that, that can help you get started. Absolutely. Um, It's not just for and it's it's for more advanced people, too. Um, But uh, it's a great way to get started. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, also perfect transition because I was going to talk about at home workouts. Like Mm -hmm. we mentioned, you don't have to go to a gym. I tell folks this all the time. You don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to belong to a gym. You can do workouts at home. Mm -hmm. Body weight exercise, like you mentioned, like the apps where it's um, body weight or very low cost equipment. I'm going to actually link out on the show notes to my Amazon store where I have all these, you know, simple tools I recommend to have at home for simple at home workouts. I say all the time, if you have a couple of resistance bands, jump rope, um, maybe a couple of light weights or kettlebells that you can, you can keep at home to use. That's easy stuff and no excuses. The other thing I have to show you, this, this is so cool. When my clients gave this to me this early this week, these are, um, body weight exercise cards. So it's a deck of cards and they have different, exercises on them so hmm. it might be a, a workout or it might say like draw, draw five cards hmm. it's like uno for workouts it's kind of like uno for workouts but there's no skip <laughs> there's no skip you can't skip the workout there's no skip is card. there a reverse card i don't know we'll find out <laughs> so it's pretty cool and i actually when i went on amazon I, they have a couple of other ones um as well so there's one for a stability ball hmm. um there's one if you have like a trx trainer at home suspension right. ropes you have a yep. trx trainer at home but i'm all about body weight i love body weight exercises i think that again efficiency um super cool so i'm gonna uh, share these over on the, the show notes so check those guys cool. out new toy um, new toys very fun all right and then also just um you know fitness can be a date Really? It can. How? <laughs> <laughs> well, we mentioned about, you know, going on, a, going on a romantic hike. Yes. I didn't say it was romantic. I said you could do it on vacation. <laughs> you, can, you can do it on vacation. You can take a hike. Um, take a hike. Take a hike. Um, I mean, even using it as your transportation. So, like, sometimes we jump on our bikes and yep. we'll bike over to a restaurant yep. and have that opportunity. Um you know, I, I think uh, I had done a post a while ago about different fall dates that you can do, um, mm-hmm. adding adding fitness into your dates. Um, you know, we love to jump on our, our stand up paddle boards and yeah, well, and go around when we go on vacation. So um, I think we we always look, we always do kind of some research to find out. Hey, are there like city bikes or like those rental bikes? I am obsessed. Obsessed, obsessed with city bikes yeah. or whatever they call them in different towns. There's, there's every town's not every town, but like a lot of towns. Um, we went to Austin and we went to Denver earlier mm-hmm. this year. And in both of those towns, they had some form of rental bike yeah. where you pull the bike out of the station and go. Um, so we've done that. Um, we've done that. Um, and the other thing we, we always tend to do is find a way to get stand up paddle. Uh, I have to, especially if we're traveling in like <laughs> January, February, where there is no stand up yeah. paddling for me here in Jersey. Like I got to get on board. Yeah. So like we've done that. We, we, we did that in Abu Dhabi of all places. Yes. Uh, you wouldn't, a place that you wouldn't think that you could do stand up paddling, but we did that. Yes. Um, and we did it on a lake out in Colorado. We did it on a lake in Austin. So, you know, it's, it's something you can find pretty much everywhere now. Yeah. I mean, Anywhere where there's a body of water now, you can yeah. pretty much find. And even um, when we were in um, Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. so I really want I, you found for me a uh, sup yoga. And my husband always says, first time he does yoga is not going to be on a stand up paddle board. We'll see how long that lasts for. <laughs> so I went um, surfing. So yeah, so it, and it was funny because it was a, it was a, a couple. I don't remember if they were married or not, but yeah. it was a couple that owned this company, and it was sup and surf. Um, so I went out with with the girl, and and she she did a yoga class with me, mm-hmm. and the guys like do you want a surfing lesson? And you're like, um, I hadn't planned on it. I think I did. I think I planned that, that I point? was going to do. Yeah. Okay. By that point. Um, I think, I think maybe she asked if I wanted to do. Cause I think, I think, I think your intention was I'll just get a paddleboard and I'm just going to paddle. Uh, around. Okay. Okay. I that, was, that was yeah. your original plan. Right, and right, the right. guy's like, no, 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 let's do a surfing lesson. Okay. That's what happened. Yep. Yeah. So another way to get fitness in, into your vacation time. Yeah. So fitness and vacation. And, and again, it doesn't necessarily have to be something you're, you're doing together. We did right. two completely separate activities yep. to just happen to take place around the same time. Yeah. And then you came back and you watched me wipe out on the surfboard a few times. <laughs> and a good belly laugh is also really good for, <laughs> for relationships and as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, Taco, any other advice you have for the couples out there for fitting in some fitness? No, just I think we've, we've covered it. You know, you've got to make it a priority. And once you make it a priority, the time will come. Right. And, and you plan it out and you go, this is when I'm going to go. 
Um, I think a lot of people ask uh, questions like, well, is it better to work out in the morning or in the evening? And I think you have probably some studies that show it's better in the morning. But I would say whenever the, the best time to go is whenever you can go. And, and again, too, because, again, citing back to the time excuse of, you know what, if seven or eight o'clock at night is what's going to work for you. And, yeah. and, you know, like you mentioned, um, we were talking about this last night about how you're how, um, you know, some gyms have eight o'clock classes, because like especially for the people who commute to Manhattan, I mean, yep. When I worked in Manhattan, it was like I could go at 5 a.m. or I could work out at 8 yep. p.m. Yep. Like that, those are your options. And I think, again, like you said, if you're making it the priority, yep. you're going to figure out how to fit it in. And I promise you, the, the hardest part of the workout is getting to the gym. Just walking through those stores. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the hardest part. Once you get there, then it's like, well, I may as well do this, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's getting there and making the time, making it a priority. That's the hardest part. It's almost like, you know, for me, the hardest part of the day is just getting out of bed sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, too, actually, now that now that you're mentioning it is, um, you know, as a couple, some fun, another fun way that you can kind of get started with it is um, go shopping together and maybe pick out new sneakers together, mm-hmm. get some pick out some athletic gear. I think, you know, all those little things are fun ways that just kind of help to set the motivation. Like if I get a new pair of sneaks, I'm like, I gotta go use these. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when I got back, back in the game, I guess, uh, you know, getting workout clothes was kind of a motivation. Like I spent all this money on getting like shorts and, you know, things, whatever, um, to wear to the gym. So that can, that's like, okay, another way that you're vested, yeah. In your own uh, success, I guess. Yes. And I say especially these all the time. You don't have to have cute, matchy, matchy outfits all the time. But sometimes, you know, just getting a new pair of yoga pants or a new sports bra, mm-hmm. like, is just enough to get me the one right. to, like, get out there and, and wear it and use it. Yeah. Wear your sports bras, ladies. <laughs> Go get some new sports bras. Hit, hit the gym. All right, I Taco. Think covered it now. I think we I think we yeah. I think we've got it, Taco. So I am looking forward to hearing how you all are getting out and fitting fitness into your relationship as well as your day. And if you have any other suggestions or ideas or just want to share what's worked for you as far as fitting fitness in or how fitness has benefited your relationship, you can shoot us an email at podcast at nutritionnuptials.com. And if you are looking for a couple more ideas for fitness for yourself and as a couple, you can head on over to my blog, nutritionnuptials.com. You can click on the Get Fit Together tab I have. I try to make it really cutesy. Um, That's kind of your shtick. I love, yeah, it, it is my shtick. <laughs> I like to, I, I'm a big, I'm a big wordplay person. Uh-huh. Um so you can head on over to there. I have a couple of workouts, both for, for individual workouts as well as some couple workouts. Um, you see my partner in crime, Taco, helping me with a couple of the, the workouts as well. Um, so check those out. You can also head on over to my social feeds at Mandy Enright RD, where you can find some fitness ideas as well. Uh, over on my Instagram, particularly, I'll, I'll post some different fitness workouts. Uh, sometimes Taco pops up in them every now and then mm-hmm. as well. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, and I did mention Instagram. They're all at Mandy Enright RD. So again, if you want to shoot me over uh, or tag me and share what's going on in your fitness world, love to hear from you guys. And if you want to f- see what Taco Mandy do, both from a fitness standpoint as well as a non-fitness standpoint, you can follow hashtag Adventures of Taco and Mandy over on Instagram and see um, how we work out and then how we um, maybe celebrate a post-workout. I think I need to put more... I don't really post things about myself when on like uh, on my own Instagram. You're not. Yeah, no, that's but, uh, but maybe I'll start doing some workout stuff. Yeah. yeah why not? Cool. Or I'll have you... T- t- Film a class. <laughs> crazy. So maybe uh, we had the warrior challenge got documented. I don't think that was on, uh, on, uh, Instagram though. Oh, yeah. you, your, your Instagram. I post on mine. You have to start learning how to use like highlights and stuff. Highlights. Yeah. Highlights, okay. Yeah. Uh, I have to, yeah. Up my tech game. Yeah. My app game. Maybe we'll start creating some stuff and put it on uh, Instagram TV. All right. IGTV coming your way. IG- Taco and Mandy. IGTV fitness with Taco and Mandy. So stay right. tuned for that. We'll, we'll let you know when that's all up and running. Um, and again, if you are looking for just some simple ways that you can get started with, with your fitness in addition to the blog, head over to the show notes today. I gave some recommendations and um, I'll, I'll link you over to my Amazon store for just some simple things that you can stock up on at home to get up and running with your fitness. 
And we love, love, love when we hear some awesome things from our listeners about the podcast. So some simple ways that you can help to support the show. Number one is by simply subscribing to the show. And that way, you know, when new episodes become available, you can also take a moment to rate us and leave a review. Five is our favorite number to see popping up on the ratings. But we also like to hear what you have to say or things that you've learned. So definitely take that time to shoot us a a review as well. And if you really, really want to get a little bit more out of the show for yourself personally, head on over to Patreon. Our Patreon page is at patreon.com slash nutrition nuptials, where you can be a supporter at the dollar, $5 and $10 level, and you can get a variety of different benefits from hanging out there as well. We have a VIP after party Facebook group that is only for our patron supporters, where we can keep the conversation going uh, after the show. And you can tell us again, share what's going on from a fitness standpoint, as well as I also host monthly Ask a Dietitian Facebook Live. So I'll advertise the times there as well and on um, Patreon. Patreon and discounts as well. So if you are somebody who maybe as a couple is looking how to get started with fitness or even some nutrition advice, I do offer um, discounts to my patrons on coaching and packages and um, my counseling packages as well. So head on over, check that out. And otherwise, I think we need to get doing some workout because now we're being schlubs and sitting here I know. podcasting and not moving. Yeah, let's get it going. All right. Well, Taco. I think it's time to sign ourselves off. So thank you guys so much again for tuning into Nutrition Nuptials podcast. Thanks for saying I do to your happily, healthily ever after. Adios, amigos. Mm-hmm.